Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Grenzenlos, your dance podcast. I'm here today with Stefania from Bulgaria. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I'm so happy we finally made it because we kind of had some months now planning. <laughs> it, it took time, yeah. <laughs> it took time and we both were kind of busy, but I'm really happy we're here today. So um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, of course. I'm uh, Stefania. I'm uh, from Bulgaria, originally born in Varna, which is the beautiful seaside of Bulgaria. But I'm based in Sofia, our capital now. I'm a choreographer, performer, teacher. Uh, I'm teaching in the National Academy of Theatre and Film Arts. And uh, also the the big thing in my life, actually, is the Atom Theatre Company, which I founded maybe 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago in 2011. Uh, and I run the company with my sister now. It's a contemporary dance company. And we have uh, two girls also in the, in the team. They're choreographers and dancers as well. It's all women team, all Female team. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, Barbie team. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> you watched the movie already? Yeah, I watched it and I could say, yeah, we are a Barbie team. <laughs> you like the movie? Yeah, I enjoy it actually a lot. It's, it's really fun because some friends of mine, they hated it and some loved it. So it's like, there's yeah. nothing in between. Either you hate it or you love it. I think I, I loved it. Uh, I have yeah. other expectations that it will oh, be very too. stupid. <laughs> I really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like at the end, I thought because I watched it in Spanish, maybe that was like the problem. But at the end, I thought she was dying. <laughs> but I think that was because my Spanish is not. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna tell the people real quick how we met. Like how we met is the wrong way to say it but because we didn't meet in person at all yeah um, <laughs> but um yeah we got the recommendation to talk to you from Rebecca so shout out to the episode we had with Rebecca it was about contemporary dance in Austria and Rebecca did a like could you say like a scholarship at your school yeah. like was like an exchange uh I could say internship internship she was an intern yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So um, Rebecca gave us your contact and everything and told us it would be really, really interesting to have a talk with you because, yeah, you're the founder of everything where she works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you know how I mean it. Exactly. So um, today it's going to be about contemporary dance, right? So yeah. you're a contemporary dancer. Do you want us, like, do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey of becoming a contemporary dancer? Like, what you did, what kind of, do you have like an education or whatever? Because you didn't just wake up and have had all of the schools and whatever, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a really uh, a long and interesting journey to me uh, because it started with, I, I haven't done a dance school. Uh, I could say I'm more choreographer and creator and also like booster for creativity of the dancers and the choreographers. Mm -hmm. uh, this is my passion. And I realized, especially this year on one of our big international platform for choreographers called Atom Choreographic Series, I realized that this is something that I actually can do. It's 
and and I have to use it to make the people be more creative, more free in dance and in their creations. Um, I started with um, painting. I'm an artist. I have art mm-hmm. education, like um, um, ha- how it's called, Iziashni Fine Arts. Yeah, I finished. I graduate. Uh, high school with in fine arts and after that I graduated puppetry in our National Academy of Theatre and Film Arts so I'm a puppet actress in my BA and then I but all that time the movement was my um, uh, my sparkle something inside my core in, in my body Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I paint with movement. I just before that study martial arts. So I really enjoyed this, uh, physical and, uh, uh, brain connection, <laughs> like this mm-hmm. somatic feeling in my body. And, um, while I was, uh, studying puppetry, uh, the very specific thing there is that you have like at least two, three, usually four people who have to move together in a really collective mm-hmm. body uh, to make an object alive. So that was very interesting to me, not to be in front and watching how the, the puppet is moving and getting alive, but being behind and watching how my colleagues and also experience how we connect to each other in movement to make uh, one let's say, that object to become alive. That was really interesting and inspiring to me. So um, during my education, I was very interested in the movement classes. Um, and my teacher in movement supports me a lot. And also my tutor, my professor, she saw that movement is something that I'm curious. So she uh, helped me to continue building puppets, but using movement a lot in my work. So after I graduate with my colleagues, two of my colleagues, we were like, we don't want to go to work in a state theater because the conditions are really bad and the, we, we feel really free. We have a lot of ideas and we don't want to just, uh, you know, go in a state theater and do all the plays and mm. perform them but doesn't really feel connected to them just to to work. So we decided mm-hmm. that we have to establish our own company and do whatever we like to do. We started Atom Theater Company and uh, for a couple of years we were together, but the boys just quit the company and the only person that was really interested in movement and contemporary dance was me. So Atom Theater mm-hmm. actually focused more in contemporary dance. And that was the time that my sister graduated in ballet dance. So we connected a lot with her. She came to Sofia and we started to work together for almost maybe nine years already. We worked together a lot. Yeah, we are like... uh, Partners. Kind of. of. Yeah. 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 And we administrate our company because we don't, we mm-hmm. like, lack a capacity of people to work here and lack of financial support. So we have to do everything in order to survive and in order to do whatever we like freely. 
we always have the choice to go in state theater and <laughs> uh, work there, but uh, we still feel that we have voice and we want to support dancers and choreographers here in, here in Bulgaria to grow and be more brave to um, find a way to do whatever they like in dance. So, for 10 years almost with my sister, we worked together and last two, three years, we find Dori and Dorina and Ellie. They are, they are dancers in Bulgaria, uh, who like we have uh, like same vision. So we connect to each other and continue developing the vision of Atom and Atom choreographic series. And yeah, we are like, company which is always open very flexible and um always welcoming people and that's how we met rebecca because she approached us and she wrote us you know i didn't really hear about bulgaria but i'm really interested and i saw your work and i'm so passionate to come and we were like, okay, maybe you can come for six months just to try out because probably you are not going to like it. <laughs> but when she came, it was like an uh, explosion. We started to work together. She created a piece here, gave classes. She um, performed in my piece and uh, we wanted to continue our work together. So she stayed more and more and she still come back <laughs> and yeah so this is like how we work just go with the flow very open and uh, looking for opportunities to um, do our dance okay I need to ask now why did you think <laughs> you wouldn't like it like why why did you think she, she wouldn't stay <laughs> Because, you know, uh, I really love my country, but in a way, I know that we have a lot, a lot of uh, problems, like, um, ah, you know, it's, <laughs> we are European country, but honestly, we're still not, uh, it's my feeling. Also, the contemporary dance is really, really small and small community here, and you have to really work hard in order to get the audience to enjoy and see your work. This is like our really mission and goal to um, introduce the contemporary dance to people here as something nice because more of the people see it as something really weird. And this is like, uh, I would uh, rather make jokes with that than to uh, try to understand it. So we have to work a lot in that. And, I thought that she coming from a world that is full of contemporary dance here in a really small place that... Like okay. Austria, I don't know, like Austria, we also don't have the biggest dancing, you know, like... So we can we, we can say that we live in assumptions <laughs> all the time. It's different, probably. <laughs> it's like a different situation, but like in my, my opinion, like Austria, we do have a dance scene. But you can't compare it to Poland or Germany. It's like we have something, but it's not that international. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. It's like, like we, we're like a small group and we're here, but it's not like international. And I think it gets better 
But I don't know, do you have like a lot of international people who come to, to Bulgaria to train with you? Or is it like, was it an no. exception for Rebecca to come to your place? For Rebecca was an exception. And for us also yeah. was an exception because that was the year just after COVID. And um, our government gave a lot of money, not a lot, but mm -hmm. uh, more money for the artistic organizations. So we could afford to rent a studio that we can mm -hmm. rehearse mm -hmm. from morning till night. The studio, we okay. don't have it anymore, but that particular year that she contacted us, we had the studio and we trained from the morning till the night till the afternoon so I could actually uh, offer her a space where to work. Now we ha we don't have uh, this studio and this funding anymore, but we have an amazing collaboration. You know, it's always growing and evolving. It's so strange. You don't know what to expect. In one moment, we didn't have a space and now we have a space in a really business place. It's called Business Park. Business Park here in Bulgaria decided to connect with the arts. So they gave studios to some artists to work there and just give a, a product, just give something to the audience there. So now everything transformed and we moved in another studio. So we still are able to work internationally. But mm -hmm. yeah, this, this was like happening and. Yeah, probably in Austria also. I don't know what's, what's the scene exactly, but I you was surprised <laughs> that she, it would be great to come. Yeah. I, I was surprised that she rather chose to come to Bulgaria than to go in, in a country which is like, uh, the contemporary dance is more developed. That, that was my, um, thought mm -hmm. back then. But, uh, of course she said I had a really great uh, recommendation for Sofia and also it's, It's great to see a small community and be part of it and be part of developing the dance. And she is really part of it, actually. She made a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues, a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, things here. So she's like, I think, second home here. I love that. I think she phrased it like that as well, because when we had the interview with her, You probably, I don't, you probably did not hear the interview because it was in German, right? So. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, we feel the same and it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. No, she was like, I think she phrased it like, it's great to have like two places where you feel so connected to dance and to have like two places where you can work, where you can like get all of your creativity out. And yeah, I think she, she phrased it like the same way. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, Generally, like, I also, I think I got it wrong in the beginning again. Can we take like a moment just to explain for the people? Because we already had the talk, like I have like a better insight maybe. But like, yeah. as a theater, it's not a dance school. It's a company. It's a theater. Yeah. Like, how does it work? Do you work on projects? Do you work on, I don't know, do you have auditions? Like, how's your team build up? How, how do you guys work? Uh Yeah, Atom Theatre is, uh, we call it a dance company, um, mm -hmm. because we really feel like that. Uh, <laughs> we really like to be like the companies here, the state theatres that we have place and that, etc. But uh, it's like we have this association called Atom Theatre Association, so we are able to apply for projects for financial support from European Union and also in Bulgaria. And these associations, we are three girls in this association. 
Um, and uh, we each year annually apply for funding. We don't have a long-term funding here in Bulgaria, so we have to apply each season, almost each season. Um, and uh, also we give, we have a space now in Business Park, which are our partners, and we work together with them to create a, a dance classes and to teach contemporary dance. And we have classes. Con- yeah. yeah, we yeah, keep okay. classes there. And also we have a contemporary dance program that we want to build like a school program, but we still don't have the funding. We have all the papers ready, but we wait for the funding to get in the other step and um, make it more uh, officially like a contemporary dance program that uh, students can come and um, study with us. And... uh, yeah, this is financially, it's a very tricky and difficult to continue working. We also, we are four in the core, actually. As I told you, me, my sister, Kalina, Dori, and Ellie. And uh, yeah, we keep the studio clean. We don't have additional people working for us because we don't, we black finances to pay them so we clean the studio we prepare everything we write the projects we run the projects we create the um, pieces that we perform and just to mention in brackets that uh, the day after tomorrow we are going to portugal where we going to perform in almada wow, uh, my piece called loop mm-hmm. and i'm very 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 excited so after COVID, very slowly, we are coming back to these international connections. And I'm very happy because this this, this is what makes us um, push the things. We see exchange. We see that we are seen um, around us. It's not only in our bubble here and trying mm-hmm. to, to survive. No, that's really nice. I'm really happy for you that you get the opportunity because like... Thank Working you. internationally, of course, it's really, really nice if you can go out of your country and share your art with the whole world. So it's really yeah. nice. You need to come to Austria and do that here as well. So I want to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will. We are now very like focused on that to just spread uh, the news about us again. And because before COVID, we traveled a lot. But these three years, <laughs> during and after, like, really closed everything yeah. so I, I hope think most dancers experience it like that because yeah it was strange <laughs> it was crazy <laughs> but it's getting back to normal and that's great so yeah yeah um so when you when you build like a, a new piece like a project or whatever so you kind of perform it in a the theater you have like I don't know, like, how long do you perform it for half a year, for a year? Is it only, like, one show? How, how do you work in which kind of duration and what time? It uh, very depends uh, because uh, until the last year, we didn't have a space uh, here in Bulgaria, a place where we can perform contemporary dance pieces. So okay. we had to somehow, when we apply for funding, we put a budget for uh, different halls that we rent. And it's 
it's like you don't always uh, take the full funding. So you have uh, money for one, two, three, up to five performance of your piece. And sometimes it's also difficult to program like to be one in a month or one in two months. So it it was really messy. Now mm. it's also messy, but we have a place called Toplut Centrala in Sofia, mm. which is a place for contemporary art, which means that we have two stages there uh, and also a gallery. And um, for just one year, it's like crazy full. <laughs> it showed that a lot of people need a place where to perform. So our two pieces, last two pieces, we had a premiere last December and we were able to perform them four times mm-hmm. from okay. December until now, four times. It was very difficult to program them and also to somehow, I don't want to talk about difficulties, but I want to ha- somehow to explain that it's, uh, that uh, we have to be very um ready all the time and flexible if they say this date it's free mm-hmm. so you grab it or you lose it mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> and okay. um, uh, we w- managed to perform it four times but because the team is six people and each time we have to gather together and again to uh, remember everything and become team I decided just to stop it for now because it's very difficult also for Rebecca to travel each time when the date is, this is the date and there is no other choice. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so I decided to stop it for a bit, create a portfolio of the piece and try to sell it like a tour. If we can tour in Europe, it will be great. Or we can tour in Bulgaria, like mm-hmm. just... Uh, rehearse and remember the piece mm-hmm. train the piece and then we like mm-hmm. go, go for oh my god yeah. going on tour that sounds so nice <laughs> sounds <laughs> very exciting and I, yeah. I really want to do it with the girls yeah. it will be like <laughs> <laughs> so nice that's so nice um okay so basically all your work is based on funding right yeah okay um Because I think there's like a little difference when people from Austria kind of hear it. Because like, I think, of course, we also have like a contemporary or like a more classic dance scene that is based on funding. You know, it's mainly then all the cultural stuff, all the ballet, contemporary theater thing. But um, like the world that I come come from, <laughs> if you could say like my bubble, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like more like the commercially thingy. So, you know, like the commercial stuff, it's all based on the capitalistic system, you yeah. know, so... No funding. <laughs> um, so that's why I wanted to point it out again, because I think most of our listeners are also like coming from the choreography scene, from the commercial world. And um, I don't think we have so many listeners from the other world, but we want to change it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, we are trying to open that door really from, let's say, maybe we always try to, to open, to make our uh, work more um, commercial, not working only uh, with projects, because when we work on a project, we are also able to sell tickets. Like this, the, the project is supporting the the commercial part and um especially the last year we are very focused on that to have people in in the 
in the hall uh, that are paying tickets. So we are able to pay the dancers and we are able to pay the teachers in the studio. Like we are trying to uh, to do circle. it. Yeah, because we feel that we are going to just stop working if we continue like that because everybody needs to um, not just have something to eat but somehow to establish and to have a normal life. Like uh, now, the last three years with COVID and post-COVID, I have two kids like <laughs> I use the time <laughs> to to create two kids with my um, husband, and I see that we need to to establish somehow. We can't just always work on projects and oh, I have something here, I have something that there. We have to be grown ups, like uh, <laughs> to think more commercially <laughs> and uh, try to make money of what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to talk with some of your listeners or even friends about this, um, like how we can do it better, what we can do better to uh, sell our works better. Mm. I think it's it's really interesting because I have the feeling, even though it's like, it's a kind of, like you said, it's like a circle coming around, you know, you it's like not only you have yeah. like the funding stuff, the cultural stuff and the commercial scene like apart. But yeah. even like in our dance scene, like that's only my perception. Like you can correct me and whoever is hearing this, but after feeling most people in the commercially scene don't even know about the cultural side of it, that there is funding, that there are projects like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I wanted to, to dive a little bit deeper into that. Um, I need to ask like a basic question because we had it with Rebecca as well, but it was like, you know, generally the term contemporary how would you describe contemporary, like in your words? <laughs> we we talk a lot with the girls about that. And we are mm-hmm. uh, always after the our conversations, we are like, can we just call it dance? Yeah. <laughs> it's always <laughs> like, yeah. should we? <laughs> should we just, or when we uh, sell our classes, like contemporary dance class uh, in Bulgarian is called Savremenen, which is, uh, the transition, uh, the translation is contemporary, and the people are asking, "What is contemporary? Is it like Latin dance or hip hop dance, or what do you mean by contemporary?" Ah, our perception about and our understanding and feeling about the contemporary is what is is this this way now to connect with your um understanding about movement and dance with the reality that you live in and how you interact with um, the environment and the social and political issue. I'm trying to do it in one sentence. Wait, like, um, uh, and especially to say it in English, which is not very easy, but you know, time. you have your body, you have your dance, you have your understanding about movement, and you have the environment and the uh, community and society that you live in, how you can connect both things and interact with it and express mm-hmm. yourself and your situation and your uh, culture and understanding in, in the world through your body today, here and now. 
So what we do in our classes is always looking for, of course, we give techniques and we explain where these techniques are coming from. And this is like different way of um, movements and also different uh, way of how you can protect your body and going um, quickly down and going up and jumping and uh, um, spiraling and circling. But it's always using this technique to to broaden the range of your movements in a way to express mm-hmm yourself here and now so this is somehow for us contemporary dance and our research in contemporary dance okay i love do you get what i mean i totally get what you mean because i had the conversation (laughs) with a lot of people already you know (laughs) i also i I think like i did some years contemporary like it was a mixture of contemporary modern and jazz you know and i was always talking with my teacher like can we define like difference between contemporary modern and jazz and she was like just just leave it just you know yeah it's just dance just dance don't think about it like I think I understand it now you know where which comes yeah. from and whatever but if you like hear these terms in the beginning and you hear all of them at once it's like you need to learn to see to feel the difference uh, yeah, or whatever. yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. It's kind of a little confusing so it's interesting because Rebecca was also like Let's just call it dance. You know? it's, <laughs> I think you should not put it in a box, you know. The contemporary stuff. Yeah. Really, it's like a, everybody is like, oh, contemporary is everything and nothing at the same time. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> but it's know. also a lot of, um, it's everything so um, so connected. Uh, like you do dance, you just move and you do something and then somebody else take it and do something else and then another one is coming and see it and in it's his perspective and everything is really mixed and, and connected mm. um, for me um, now because I'm a bit yeah or yeah. you shouldn't you shouldn't let's say it like that you can maybe but you should not you shouldn't. it all comes together kind of yeah I'm now um, a PhD a PhD student in our academy and uh, I'm teaching movement classes for actors. And my oh, my PhD dissertation is on contemporary concepts of movement training for the actors. And uh, it's very interesting be- because um, in our academy, uh, we split a lot. I don't, but I observe that all the, the teachers there split the theater from dance very like they're very separate mm-hmm. things but when i dig in the history and read about movement and how movement go in the theater i see how this is like a dna you know it's like the people who did dance and the people who did theater they were friends some of them they did work together so it's like so much connected you can't say this is this and this is this and movement for actors is one thing dance and choreography is another thing you you can't say it like that for me you can't really separate yeah yeah i think it's like you should not separate it like it doesn't matter which dance form or which dance style it's like 
that let's just call it bands you know like of course cultural appropriation is really important don't get me wrong you know getting yeah. the history and everything it's important but at the end of the day let's just call it dance but I oh, think that sounds also... like a motto <laughs> let's just call it dance <laughs> let's just call it dance <laughs> I think, like, in Austria, our situation with contemporary, like, my perception again, you know? Yeah. Um, I think we have, like, two different kinds. That's also what I talked about with Rebecca, because I also did or do contemporary. But my contemporary is different than Rebecca's contemporary, you know? <laughs> um, it's kind of, like, I don't know, because I come out of a more commercially world. So I have more, like, a commercially contemporary thingy like a more performing contemporary it's kind of hard <laughs> to explain you know but i have the feeling like rebecca's contemporary is more more artsy it's, it's the wrong way because everything is art you know but her contemporary is more um i have the feeling like the contemporary that i'm used to is like so you think you can dance contemporary kind of me Yeah, do you know do you know this uh, it's a TV show so you think you can dance? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really like, like the the show, the performance aspect, the uh, you know. Yeah, it's also creative and beautiful. Right. So right, yeah, totally. Um it's hard to explain, you know, because I think like the 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 um contemporary Rebecca is coming from is more not like the the commercially thing you see everywhere yeah. but the more finding that there's a word um oh, what is the word i just i i don't even know it in german right now mm, give me a second what was it <laughs> like a more abstract abstract way yeah yeah and not for the commercial eye yeah 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 and i think that's like two different things you know kind of a little bit And also, like, not really recognized movements. Like, mm -hmm. there is this dance movement that you see uh, and you can, like, recognize them more. And what Rebecca also is doing is really searching for more right different perspective mm -hmm. and how, how to see, from where to see the movement. The same movement, but maybe from here or from there. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like a new way of approaching things yeah and not just staying in the you know like a shoulder roll you know the basic shoulder roll that we all do you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know like that that's what i mean and i think like um yeah that's like the the it's a different approach to it yeah kind of. okay that was so hard to explain but i hope you all get what i meant <laughs> um <laughs> there was also a topic you wanted to talk about that i remember um it's about Like generally, the position of women in your dance scene in Bulgaria, in specific, yeah, and how everything is like, you know, how the situation is. So, um, do you want to educate us a little bit about that? So, what <laughs> do you mean when it comes to that? I don't know if I can talk like, uh, you know, this is my perspective. It's always everything course, in my opinion yeah. and my feeling and my perspective. Mm -hmm. I see that in let's say atom choreographic series seven it's just finished a week ago and there were only women dancers and mm -hmm. only women choreographers so mm -hmm. let's say the choreographers we choose were all, all only women but all the dancers that apply mm -hmm. to uh, be part of it were 
women. So we were a team of maybe 30 women mm-hmm. who for two weeks dance and um, enjoy and create together a lot. Also, when you see the classes in the academy, when you see the classes in the um, high school of dance, you see that most, like 95%, let's say, are women. It's like this art here in our, um, uh, this tweet almost, in our reality is for women, made from women as well from four women and sometimes when I see that the funding goes not really in the companies that are women but a lot of uh, um, like men run organizations I'm a bit mm-hmm. frustrated <laughs> it's, this is in our reality okay. so um but you know, anyway, we we manage to to do whatever we do, and uh, I really enjoy this. Um, um, it's like um, I will find the word because in Bulgarian the word is sazidatelen, someone who is like building, more creating, not destructing. More uh, the energy is really. Always really communal. The, I, I see in my perspective that women do the things for community more than the men. Okay. Okay. I don't want to separate the genders like that, but yeah, after yeah, I, no. I watch Barbie, I can, I can say that. <laughs> I love the reason for that. It's not a new movie fault. <laughs> like there is something in us that is that ma- makes us like you know we really support each other and support the people in dance and always involving people. This is this is what I really feel from inside. It's something like an instinct, like uh, like a more caring, nurturing instinct than yes. And I really, really feel it and see it in the others and. I don't see it in men in dance in our reality, which uh, I don't know what. It's just an observation. <laughs> and yeah, when we have uh, this uh, funding and everybody is fighting for funding, sometimes I'm really surprised how a lot of percentage of the money for culture goes in um associations that are run by men and uh, I don't I don't understand it mm, I kind of I don't know if you can compare it like that because of course I also only know my our reality you know or what I have seen yeah but I had a talk with I don't I, like in this moment I can't remember who it was but I also think it was somebody from the podcast to be honest um, like it's kind of crazy we also have like 80 90 percent of the dancing is women you know the dancers per se but the people who are in a position of i don't want to say in position of power but people who you know kind of oh yes 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 position of power very correctly said here as well yeah okay let's take it like that are still men and i don't get like how this could happen like you know like it's there's yeah. so much more women, but why is there still like 
in 90% of the, I don't want to say the important position, but the power positions is still men. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, especially I think when it comes to, when it comes to jobs, when, yeah, when it comes to the organizational, you know, um, things and like dance classes and whatever, no, like that's like 80% women, you know, but when it comes to the working world, I think it's still also like producers and everything. And like generally, I think like the artsy scene, like, (laughs) you know, um, in, in jobs, like when you have like video shootings or whatever, um or music producers let's not only talk about dance like it's it's still like mostly mainly men you know (laughs) but i but like the people that i i was working with are still like women but there's somebody above them who is a man like it's i don't know it's it's kind of weird sometimes and i don't quite get it how how it ends up like that because there's so much more women but they're like the, the five guys that are here they get yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't get it as well but um yeah, <laughs> yeah. starting I mean, like, to see yeah. it a lot i mean it's like fine it's not like i'm saying it should only be women but it should be like a more equal thingy more you know? equal yeah more equal um it's not like about the fact that it's men that's like not the problem it's like it's not that the proportion is is not right yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um okay, so basically but it's like when it when it comes to the funding, it's like they, they get more money out of it, like because of they, they have the organizations or, or how is that because you also have like Atom Theater and you also get the funding, right? But they get it differently or Yeah. They always get more money. Okay. They also have two or three organizations that apply with, and they get oh, the money so with like, the two, three organizations. And <laughs> yeah. so it's like working your way around it. And we work. And everybody knows. <laughs> it's not so hidden. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. like, uh, um, how to say and you see when you see the numbers after that and the interest in their work is not that much it's like um not so well working with them but they got the money i don't know how like uh, we mm-hmm. have a lot of um um very good reputation and people really um like our work our mm-hmm. let's say uh holes are quite good with the audience when we have a show or uh, event and um, if you see the numbers like that and you're an institution you would say "Mm, these people doing well we need to support them Mm -hmm. but it's the opposite way for example this year we didn't get any funding except one which is very important and I'm very grateful to the National Culture Fund that they gave us money to go to Portugal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they gave us uh, a mobility grant to buy tickets so we are able to travel. It's not like really nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. When we go when when we talk about strategic um 
finances and which organization you need to support in order to develop contemporary dance, mm-hmm. uh, they don't see us as one, which is strange yeah. for, for us and also for our community. It is. <laughs> anyway, we, we try to survive in another way and see the yeah. things more commercially, which, mm-hmm. which is better because brings more people to contemporary dance yeah. makes the dance find a way <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you you talked about like before that it's kind of like people reacting not like in a weird way but they don't often know how to react to contemporary dance and everything like how's the reaction from people now like when you i don't know put a piece on a stage or whatever how do people react I could say that our last two premieres were very successful and I'm mm, very excited about that because bef- before, a couple of years ago, we were always dreaming about the opportunity to have a studio and dancers which are going to train every day. So we will get uh, their bodies and uh, condition mm, better and uh, in a better quality and uh, we never had the chance and the funding to do it because when you work with dancers from morning to the afternoon you need to pay to them and Mm -hmm. while we had this funding for one year we had the opportunity to pay to dancers to be part of the company and train every day and the results were like an amazing we really um prove to ourselves and to our audience and also to the institution of National Culture Fund that supports us that this is working, uh, this, this, um, uh, how to say this approach is working because you give time and space to people mm-hmm. that are, they study for that and they're good in that and it's their passion. Mm-hmm. You just uh, build the environment for that and it, it's looming. It's, it's, mm. it's amazing. The results are really amazing. And, uh, our two pieces, I'm really happy with them because we had the dancers trained and ready to do something more from their, to, to take for something more from their bodies and creativity. And also we had a longer process of creation. We had time to, mm-hmm. um, think and uh, experiment and choose the best uh, pieces, connecting them, connecting them together and uh, doing the full piece. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were successful, but the thing is that contemporary dancing is really, really um, broad it's really open so when someone goes to a performance to watch a performance performance not a dance performance or show just a performance something more experimental more fringe and this is the thing they see for first time like friends said oh come on this is a contemporary dance piece or contemporary piece let's go and see it and see it and it's like what a fuck is that i'm sorry for the language it's fine it's fine and uh then these guys like yeah. uh, i don't want to watch this anymore or 
goes to our piece, which is more movement, more sensational, and really uh, digging in some topics that are like more dark in, in your um, body and brain and you start to think, sometimes even cry and you're like, oh, I, I like contemporary dance. I want to see something else and you go and see something totally different and you're like, I don't I don't understand. Mm-hmm. What is what, what is I, that? Yeah. <laughs> how can I follow the program of contemporary dance and like it? So um, it's it's like the people are starting to understand that that they have to be more curious, less judgy, and more um like uh like me as a PhD student, more researchers. The the audience should be like explorers or discoverers to just go with no expectation, watch and see if I like it or not. And if they can watch more things, they can somehow put them together and um, reflect on them or discuss what for me is good or no. Uh, but this mean, that means that the audience have to be educated in a way. We have yeah. to have more discussion events and more opportunity to talk with the audience, not just to access them to the room and then say goodbye and never meet never meet or like a podcast or something you know (laughs) yeah that's great (laughs) um, but it's like that's exactly like um i think that's because people are used to the commercially thing they see yeah like on social media on tv because there you see the commercially stuff and then when you go to contemporary and see like a piece that is like more abstract then they're surprised and that's exactly what i meant before you know like yeah because people are used to the commercially thingy. Yeah. But sometimes they go to a performance that people get necky and they show their butt and they just shaking it and <laughs> this is for 40 minutes and the audience is like, well, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, It's abstract, but it's also really provocative and they, they don't understand it yeah. at all. It's so funny that you say that because a friend of mine, she's not a dancer, actually, like, a little bit in her heart, but like not a dancer like we are, you know, like she also dances, but like not like that. And <laughs> she told me, I don't know, she went to an event in Vienna. I don't know if you know Impulse Dance. Uh, who? Im- Impulse Dance. Impulse Dance. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's like the the big Vienna International. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they had like I don't know if it was this year or last year a performance where a lot of people were like dancing naked, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I think she went there with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> she came to me afterwards and she was like Lisa it was it was nice it was really interesting a lot of naked people like I don't know but it was <laughs> that was so fun because when you told like that some, some minutes ago I was like oh yeah I know that as well from Austria <laughs> yeah. so it should be really like it's nice but I did not expect that <laughs> so it's funny <laughs> It should be contemporary dance. Don't bring your parents. Just go alone. When you go to watch, just go alone. Because I also had this experience. Uh, it was like Sofia Dance Week back then. Now it's called One Dance Week and it's happened in Plovdiv. But they had a video projections of different dance movies. And I was like, oh, there is this movie. I don't remember the name now, but I was very excited after that. I really enjoyed it. But... 
I brought my little sister back then and my mother to watch it. And it was like uh, three women maybe. And they were with uh, their clothes. And during the performance, which was like filmed performance and the audience also participating and, and like uh, observers, they, they watched the, the thing. They take off all of their clothes. They hit each other a lot. It was about a, a really aggression in, <laughs> and uh, to, to see this aggression really, uh, to make this aggression visible on the body. So all the bodies were in the end like red of hitting and uh, shaking and everything. And uh, I, I saw my sister and my mother, they were like, are That's you what really? you do with your eyes? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this what you're working? <laughs> oh. uh, that's, that's so interesting. I love that. <laughs> yeah. um, let's go to one of the last topics. We kind of, oh, one of the topics that I still remember because it was a long time ago we talked about that. <laughs> but so, how is it? Do you have two children now? How is it being yes. a dancer, having two children? Now, like, for me, I still have a lot of time before I want to get children, you know. But I'm like, <laughs> like, I need to like stop for a year if you're pregnant with dancing or something. I know most people dance pregnant or whatever. Like, how was it for you? How much was it of a of a break, first of all? And how is it coming back to it? How is it different? Like, tell me. <laughs> oh, it's. Uh actually very long topic that needs another podcast okay, <laughs> but it's okay, a curious okay, okay. topic it's actually very very curious topic because i'm interested a lot in um how um women dancers and choreographers are managing with their kids this year on the choreographic series one of the choreographer from israel noah noah shilo she came with her son who is three years old almost like my son And that was the first time that she's traveling with her son and trying to work. So she had to bring with herself a, a colleague dancers, dancer that helped her with caring with the, caring the child, the child. And, uh, it's, it's very interesting. You don't have to stop, like stop and not doing anything else. Uh, while you're pregnant, if everything goes okay, you can still do some, uh, exercises and classes. And maybe the last two months, you need to stop. You can't really do things that you used to do. <laughs> Especially I do a lot of floor work and release. You can't just put your belly on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to <laughs> stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very exciting to be a mother to be pregnant and it's very strange and interesting to connect it with what you do and with your art because when you become once you become a mother you see that you are eager to continue with your work and your mind is there and you watch everything in facebook or you could continue collaborating with your colleagues in a way in on the phone on the uh, in zoom or you go to the classes and you really want to be there but in the same time you really want to be with your child and you see that it's um 
um, not so easy to separate them. I, I see, I, I take my son, uh, and even now my daughter on the classes, we, um, pack everything and go together and I, uh, um, leave them the space to do whatever they want, but they need their time with their mother. And, uh, sometimes I feel frustrated when I work in their, there and try to take my attention and I feel frustrated about that. And then I feel guilt because, uh, I don't have to be frustrated to them while I'm working. So it's, it's really strange and crazy. I really want to continue working and actually I didn't stop. I'm a PhD student. I give classes in the academy. I give classes in the Atom Theater. I have the support of the girls and we collaborate in order Atom to continue working in the way that it should. But in the same time, I feel that I need my time as mother and I really want to, um, separate and even quit and stop thinking about this passion and this work and have time with my children, like uh, this healthy time with them. Not just I'm with you, just stay there. I, I'm going to <laughs> do some emails. So yeah. I think this is also somehow um, uh, it's, it's it's sometimes frustrating how to connect the things and your nervous system is uh, getting crazy. And uh, probably while I'm talking with you now, I'm also curious to know more about uh, mothers who are in dance and choreography. For example, now I'm organizing with my academy Erasmus traveling. So I had to go to some... Uh, academies abroad and also going to teach in Slovenia in December and I'm going to take my kids with me and I'm going to take um, my mother as a babysitter and we're gonna travel like a crazy full car <laughs> or uh, in the in the airplane we will go together and I'm going to work and be with them with them in the same time but uh, who knows? I want to do whatever whatever I want to do. I want to do my art. I want to continue working, not stopping, but in the same time to um, be with my kids and also give them the chance to explore different than my work. Just go and play or, mm -hmm. you know, you meet people and they're, oh, these are the next dancers in Atom or these are the next... Uh, um, generation of choreographers which is like um i don't want to do that i want to give them space to decide what to do <laughs> no i also think that's like the better way than putting pressure on them because if they want to dance they're gonna dance you know anyway yeah so. yeah and then pretty sure they're going to dance because you're probably dancing at home as well you know it's not like something you just put aside you know there so, actually yeah. the dancer and choreographer to have kids to observe at home babies growing to kids it's like crazy to see how the body is developing and how we start to move it's this amazing technique there is this Berteniev Laban Berteniev uh, uh, technique probably you know it Laban Berteniev fundamentals which is based on 
how we can go back, how can we remember, how can we start building our bodies like the baby did. Mm-hmm. And now I read the book because of my PhD research, but in the same time I have the babies at home and I can see it and it's great. They're great teachers. It's really interesting because, you know, like we know, we have like a certain picture of how we want to move based on what we see online, what we see in TV, what we see like, you know, everything we, we kind of, you know, all the input we get from everywhere. Like, yeah, I think it's not, not everything is like consciously, you know, but yeah. And when you have like a baby and you can watch like a little human dancing, they haven't seen all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. just do it out of their instincts and watching somebody dance who just does it out of their instincts is so interesting because you know all of these videos where like little babies bounce to the music. That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> <You know, laughs> they just do it, they just do it, but they, they have no idea what a bounce is, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true, it's true. Okay, so maybe we do another episode based on that topic. <laughs> yes, please. I'm very curious to hear more yeah. from different artists. Like, yeah, that, that would be so nice. Like having not only you, but like another person, because like, I can't talk out of experience because I'm like, you know, I know that. <laughs> I still have a lot of time. But that would be yeah. really for me, it's also like, I want to dance for a long time, you know? And yeah. I would love to do it like as a professionally but like of course like the thought of you're not getting if you're pregnant as a dancer you're not getting paid while you're like you know taking the break you need to take yeah compared to other jobs and everything so it would be really really interesting to to have that talk to get more insight into that topic yeah i would love that maybe we can organize something so cool (laughs) um so at the end of the episode now i would love to ask you like is there something, doesn't matter what, that you want to share with the end, that you kind of want to say to our listeners, some advice, um, I don't know, something you want to scream into the world, could be something you would have liked to know earlier, or I don't know, just something you want to say and end the episode with. Oh, oh. <laughs> I would say just... Uh... Follow your instincts and don't be afraid of, um, how to say, don't be afraid of the good news and the success. Um, I will put, I will put it in a, in, in a very short way. What I realized last year and talking with the girls, I see that I got really stressed, not when I, when I have like wrong, um, bad result of, of funding or bad result from a festival. It's like something that I used to. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, you know, you apply for many things and not everything. The news is good, but I got really, um, anxious and really stressed and really not confident when I got a good result, when someone believed in me and when the success is like in front of me and it's just one step to grab it. It's like Mm -hmm. I start to sabotage myself in a very strange unconscious way. So in this context, I'm telling, don't be afraid of follow your instinct and, um, had good news and, um 
success. <laughs> yeah, that's really nicely put. Because I have the feeling a lot of people feel that the way that like, why is it me? How do I deserve that? There are so much people who are better than me or whatever, you know? So. Exactly. It's so strange. You believe in yourself in the moment that <laughs> something happens, you're just crushed. Really? I'm yeah, not really? Why is it me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that as well. So that's really nice as a ending quote. So We're gonna uh, have all your Instagram, whatever, in our biography. So everybody who is interested in you now, and I hope that's everybody who listens to this episode, um, they can find you. Is there like any website or anything? Or should we just like put Atom yeah. Theater, your Instagram? We have this website, okay. atomtheater.info. Mm -hmm. We have everything there. Mm -hmm. So an Instagram yeah. will be great. Yeah, so we're gonna put the website and the Instagram down below now. <laughs> you can watch this episode on YouTube as well if you haven't yet, or listen to it on all of your favorite podcast platforms, of course. So, um, thank you, Stefania. We're really, really happy you made the time. We finally found the time to do this. I love yes. to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> thank you. And I thank hope we see Jonathan soon again. And yeah, guys, you know where and how to find us. We love to get like any support we can get you can give us a five star recommendation everywhere you could <laughs> everywhere <laughs> you can so um yeah thank you for everything and we see each other in two weeks again for the next episode bye bye, bye.